you know, there's a lot of circumstances and conversations going on here where it's, you know, the my mom should be happy on her own. She should have picked someone she didn't want to change. But really, it's like that's such a wound of people never being enough, people never being enough to support you and so many different things. So there's a lot playing going on there. But it made a lot of sense to me and I could really see their relationship in a new light because I saw so much of that happened. I saw, you know, when they would fight, my mom would always say that she was going to leave. There was a lot of things that would go on and my dad would always try to do his best afterwards to like make her happy and it always would fall short and it would be temporary because it would be actions that wouldn't really fulfill the deep, deep desire and need for something more and something different. And, you know, my dad would probably feel the same. He would probably feel that she was different when they got married and that she was the one who changed and that he would probably want her to not change. So I think there's a lot of the expectation management that should have happened earlier between them. But of course, you know, it's it's great that they're separated and, and now they're happy. But it was nice because it happened to me at a time where, you know, I didn't really think about it much at that moment because I was like, what am I going to do tonight? <laughs> and just probably like in the college mode. So it didn't really affect me then, but it more so affected me later on when I realized that with Justin, this like, beautiful, kind being that I will not get anywhere in my life and we will not get anywhere as a couple if I'm trying to change him. I'm trying to make him into a version of himself that I love more or I want him to be more. And that really it's like, I just need to provide like a soft foundation for him, you know, like a kind foundation for him. And that any time that we had gotten in arguments or fights, it was really, or it could be related to me having different expectations than what were true or me expecting a different outcome, you know, than than what was going on. So much of what we struggle with, you know, Justin and I like best friends, like love him, all these things, X, Y, Z. But we struggle with communication. You know, we do struggle when we're upset and when we're arguing. I have a really hard time expressing love when I'm upset. So for me, it's really challenging to be like pissed off and then be and then switch to I love you. It doesn't feel like the same energy lives in the same space for me personally. So we would really have a hard time when we were upset to to speak our truth, to fight fair, to fight kindly, to fight calmly. And, um, you know, during this struggle, I would think so much like if only he was calmer, more patient, if only he was, you know, could like read my mind. And if only he would let me like freak out and get mad and yell and scream. And if only, if only, if only. And I got to a point where I was like, what if it's me? You know, what if it's me? If I want to make real change in our relationship and I want to make like a genuine effort, it involves, of course, speaking my truth, letting it be known how I feel. But it really involves me doing the work to be at a place where I feel like I'm doing my very best to keep my side of the street clean. And for me, that's so much of the personal work. Like, instead of saying, you know, why can't he be more calm? And it's like, am I being calm? (laughs) 
Like, like who's being, who's being, who's not being calm? <laughs> you know, like, am I bringing this situation to me? Am I causing this reaction that's creating this circumstance? Probably, most likely. So if I really just work on myself approaching every situation where we have a disagreement calmly, patiently, clearly, and I'm using words like, or I'm using phrases like, the story I'm telling myself is, which is one of Brene Brown's favorites. So I got that from Brene Brown. And then my therapist also suggests it, suggests it. But using the phrasing, the story I'm telling myself is. And for me, a story that I tell myself is, the story that I'm telling myself is that I cannot fully express myself you know, around, around Justin or around you. And um, this is a wound that I'm working with around my family, but it allows me to take the onus off of him doing anything and him um, being to blame and really back on me and really allows me to take control back of the places in my life where I need to really look at, at what it is that I'm doing. And so much of the verbiage around that and also so much of the verbiage around that has been so powerful for us. There's also the shift that I've really had to make a market effort of is being able to, although it feels weird at the time, whenever we're having an argument, and you could do this with a friend too. I think this is so applicable to both of these situations where, where you're saying the story that I'm telling myself is and saying something positive first can be applied to work, can be applied to friends. And it's saying something like, you know, I love you so much. And I was feeling like, and it's really like the story that I'm telling myself is, you know, I love you so much. Of course, you know, with work, you might not say like, I love you so much to your like 55-year-old boss. But it's like just really setting that precedent. Like we are safe here. I am engaged and I'm taking responsibility for the energy that I'm bringing into the situation. And I'm understanding and laying the groundwork by saying that I could also be to blame. And Lindsay and I have used, you know, within our conversations, like the story that I'm telling myself is. And again, that's really taking responsibility for what we're bringing into the situation. And by saying, you know, I love you so much, but this really, you know, hurt me or this this really wasn't working for me. It has opened up Justin in such a beautiful way because it makes him feel like he's not completely at fault. And for Justin, you know, he is someone that so deeply cares about how I'm feeling, how I'm doing. He is reading me all day long. You know, he wants me to be happy more than anyone because <laughs> because he can survive and he can be happy if I'm happy, happy. But it's like, he feels safe when I am most lit up and my I am most supported. So if I am sitting there and I'm like, you know, this really bothered me. Instead of saying, I love you so much, you know, but this really bothered me. It just has really, really changed and shifted so much of, of the way that we're able to interact. And especially in the past couple year, you know, Justin uh, was head of product at this company and now he just left and he started his own thing. And to be in a space where I am not attached to the outcome of what it is that he's doing. So if anyone, you know, if you've been in a long-term relationship, we're starting a family in the next five, 10 years, 50 years. And I'm not trying to change um, his path. I'm not trying to change what he's doing. I'm not trying to tell him what to do. I'm not trying to say, um, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. I did it this way. You should do it this way. Because 
It's not my path. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.